1: Blessings, blessings, and peace. Oh, my goodness. I forgot how good this microphone sounds. Let me adjust myself. Oh, y'all. I'm sorry. <sighs> Greatest and mercy. There we go. What's up, y'all? Damn, it's been a little minute. <sighs> how y'all feeling? How are y'all doing? I know it's been a while since I made the episode. Um, it's been, it's been a good two months now. And I really got to take some time. To myself to feel, really figure out what I'm doing in life. Um, a lot has happened in the past two months since July. A lot has happened and I had a lot of growing up to do in these past few months and I feel obligated to tell y'all exactly what happened to me. Um, My dog's coming. Hold on.
2: Hey, mommy.
1: I don't know if y'all can hear. What do you mean? Cause you know, before all else, I thought 10 of my dog's needs. Are you good? You good? All right, sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit. 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 All right then. Sit down mommy, Down. Oh, nah, nah, nah. All right. So I feel obligated to tell y'all exactly what was been going on in my life. When I first started this podcast, I wanted, wanted this podcast to be about transparency and tell about the hard things in life. And the hard things did happen. Um, everything I've been talking about and the way you can hold yourself together in the midst of the storm, the way you have to carry yourself daily to make sure that you're in the right headspace at all times. I had to put all those things to the to the test. I really had to practice what I was preaching because at a certain point in your life, your daily routine isn't enough to keep you sane. And a certain point of your life, other people's advice isn't enough. So sometimes in life you gotta get creative with what you want out of life, you know. Sometimes you gotta pull out all the stops play a chord you never played before you gotta sing a note you never sung before you gotta move it away you never moved before just to keep yourself in like a little piece of sanity not even the full thing like you know what i'm saying uh, enough with the small talk let me just let me just jump over what happened to me so a lot of y'all know that um i took a month vacation I went to my dad's house uh, in Northern Florida. I spent some time with my family. I helped take care um, take care of the kids. I was laughing and talking with them. Everything was all good. I went to Texas to go see my best friend in Texas. Um, then I went to Texas all by myself. I went a little, a little, I don't want to call it a little excursion, but I went, off. I went to Texas by myself on a whim. I was like, let me blow some cash. Let me get me a hotel room. Let me get a rental car. Let me just be out. And so for four days in Austin, Texas, by myself, I went out and I did what I had to do. I went out and I made some memories. I made some good friends. I almost got kidnapped. I almost got kidnapped. I almost got kidnapped. Like, me thinking about that, right now, it's really blowing me away because I could have been murdered. I could have been dead and gone. But God. But, um, it was, it was a beautiful experience. I went apartment hunting because I was my, my original plan was to move to Texas later on this year. But, um, with the current climate in Texas, um, first of all, it's hot as hell over there. It's hot as dog shit over there right now. Number two, the racism is good over there. I don't know what kind of, I don't know what, um, racism package they pay for in Texas, but the racism package they got over there was premium. There's some good racism over there. And I'm not going to flex. I'm not going to pretend like the racism was subpar. Because they had some good racism. I've been a lot of places where I've received some some um, low-quality racism. But Texas has high-quality racism. And then did y'all see the thing where they was on horseback beating Haitians? What, what, the, what the hell was that? And so I'm like, I'm not about to pay my tax money to a government that beats the hell out of black people. You know, I... I I can stay in Florida to get my ass beat by BSO. I can get my the shit slapped out of me by Sunrise Police Department, but I'm not about to move to another state to get the, get my ass beat. But the the entire experience in Texas was just amazing. It was just amazing. It it was a beautiful 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 experience. The nature there is amazing, the like the wildlife I was seeing birds I never saw before. I was seeing like deer, deer everywhere. I was like, "Damn, what the hell did y'all purchase to get all these goddamn deer?" Y'all got like deer attracting or something out like here? I was like, "Damn," but an incredible experience nonetheless. Um, I didn't find a house. Um, all the properties that I that um, that I, I saw and I was looking at online, I called them. They never called me back. I tried to send text messages and emails. Nobody called me back. So I just had to go off on a whim and just every apartment that I saw that said, um, opening now. I went up there. I said, hey, how y'all doing? I'm looking for a house. They show me around. They, they, um, they show me the quotes and prices. Um, expensive, not Florida expensive, but expensive nonetheless. And so... With that experience, I came home a different person. I came home changed. I had a new zeal about life. I was just so excited to just experience everything, you know. I got back to work, my daily routine, then boom. I had vacation withdrawal. And I just felt like my life wasn't where it needed to be. And so I, I, I had to take a break from the podcast because the day I left Texas, I drove to the airport from a park. The day I left Texas, I was sitting at a park, a beautiful, a huge park with like these enormous oak trees. Y'all know I love trees now, these huge oak trees. And these trees are like 40, 50, somewhere 100 years old. And I sat underneath the tree and I said, okay, I got two hours before my flight, what can I do now? So I went back to the car, changed my shirt, cause I was outside, I already checked out of my hotel room, I was musty, I was sweaty. And I asked myself, okay, what can I do, what can I do? I'm looking at Google Maps, I'm looking at Apple Maps, trying to see like, what's the next best thing I can do? Then I heard a voice say, that's it, it's over. And I started driving back, and I heard the song LA by Brent, you know, LA, LA. The place of all places like that song started playing and I just started crying because I knew as I'm driving back to the airport to go home, I'm leaving a part of myself here. You know, I don't know if you ever watch Avatar The Last Airbender, if you watch Doctor Who or you watch anything where the main character um, reincarnates or regenerates or becomes another person metamorphosis I started to cry because I knew that after I leave Texas, after I leave this place, I will not be the same person anymore. I'm going to have a different outlook on life. I'm a, I've am seen so many things here. I've done so many things in the past year. I've I've grown so much that I know that when I get back home, I cannot be the same person that I was before. And the same person, I am not. I am a whole different person now. My attitude... My my stress levels have gone down. My anxiety, my anxiety reactions to things have gone down. I'm just totally, totally, totally a changed person. I still have my bad habits. I still be getting lit. I still, you know what I'm saying? I ain't changed that goddamn much. But I, my outlook on life is completely different. Material things mean nothing to me now. Um, carnal things are nothing to me now. And I keep seeing things that like that make me want to do better in life. I see things that make me want to get up and move. I see things that that other people just are just careless, you know? So when I got back home and I tried to make an episode of the podcast, I couldn't even speak on the microphone because I was like I don't know who I was last year to use this microphone. I don't know who I was last year. I'm so out of touch with who I used to be that I don't know how to sit in front of this microphone to even speak to y'all right now. So I had to do my work. I had to buckle down. I had to go out and find who the new version of Jordan Xavier Brown is. And that I did. I'm So what's up, y'all? This is um Jordan 23.2-4. I'm out here, and I'm back in in the motions of the ocean with y'all. I'm here to do it. We're doing it big this year. No breaks, no sleep, no rest. It's all about peace. We're in October now, and I think it's time for us to get this shit down the hell pack. Also, in August, I took my dog for a walk. We came back in the house. She had to go to the bathroom again, so I took her um, outside again. And I saw something on her on her leg. And I was like, what the hell is that? So I thought nothing of it. Went in the house. The next morning, my little brother knocks on my room door. He says, Jordan, the dog's peeing blood. I was like, what? The dog is peeing blood? So I had to take the dog to the doctor. Try to figure out what the hell's wrong with the dog. My sister tells me the dog has... Um, the dog might have kidney stones or bladder stones. Some shit. I was like, how the hell the dog... With all the shit I'm already going through, this whole identity crisis that I'm going through, now my dog is peeing blood. So I say, okay. I'll ask my sister, how much is the vet bill? She says, okay, it's $1,100. I'm like, ma. $1,100 because the dog is peeing blood. So I'm like, here, I just cash up the money. I'm like, here, just take the money. She's like, well, do you want me to take something off? And let me tell y'all something. When it comes to health, when it comes to anything related to life, pay the goddamn money. You know, pay the money. If you have a surgery to pay for and it's too expensive, figure out how you're going to pay for it little. Save your own life. You know, if there's a... If you can get a second opinion, if you have time for a second opinion, get a second opinion. If you have time for uh, another analysis, go ahead and do that. But if it's down to the money, it's the only thing stopping you, just pay the goddamn money. Because, listen, one thing I know in life is either... You spend your money or your money going to spend you. And I don't have time to be to be spent. You know what I'm saying? If I didn't pay that $1,100 to get my dog looked at and get everything taken care of, I would have to pay $700 to get her cremated. You know, and it's like, come on now, y'all. It's either I pay for the dog to stay alive or I pay damn near the same amount of money to put in the ground. You know, it's just it's just too much. So I just paid goddamn $1,100. <sighs> The next day I found out that one of my friends passed away. One of my dear friends from high school passed away. And um when that happened, that shook my world. My whole life, the way everything I thought about life, everything that I knew to be true, everything that I all the assumptions I made about life were just proven incorrect in that moment. I got a weird text message um, while I was at work. I was actually inside of the Sawgrass Best Buy. I don't know why. Every time I go to the Sawgrass Best Buy, I'm always, 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 always getting some crazy ass news. But it's crazy, though, because that store is where most of my um, my friends are. So, like, when that happened... When I found out, when I got that weird text message that, um, that he had passed. I had my uh, one of my closest coworkers right there with me. I grabbed her arm. I went to the back. And then I just broke down. Broke down. And it was so funny. It's not funny at all, actually. Because it was pretty, it was pretty uh, depressing. I was sitting there. Boo-hoo crying. In the middle of Best Buy. Walked all the way to the back. Got to the break room boo-hoo crying y'all boo-hoo crying and everybody's looking around like what the hell what the fuck just happened what is wrong with him everybody's just confused everybody's confused and i'm sitting here looking like i don't know what to do so um i had to i had to go through that and with the identity crisis The dog peeing blood. The loss of my friend. Everything that I've been teaching y'all. Everything that I've been telling y'all the past year. Oof. I had to use. I had to put all those things. All those intangible things I've been talking to y'all about. I had to put those to the test. You know. I had to get up. You know, I always tell people like step one is get your ass out of bed, get out of the bed, get moving. And so the next day after I found out, um, mm. So the next day after I found out um, about what happened, I went, I went. I did what I do. I did what I do. I prayed. I prayed and I cried. I got up the next morning, I went on a walk. I went, I walked the Everglades, I walked seven miles because I knew the only way that I can feel better right now is that I need to be away. I need to be away from the world. I need to be away from my phone. I need to be away from my friends. I need to be away from everything because I need to know, I need to know that I am still me. I need to know that despite what's going on in this world, that I am still whole. And by me walking seven miles in the Everglades, in the hot sun, it solidified who I was in myself. I didn't have to ask anybody. I didn't have to, how can I say this? I didn't have to ask anybody, who am I? I didn't have to wonder what I'm gonna do next. I didn't have to wonder. I didn't have to wonder where I was going to go. I didn't have to wonder because I knew right when I started walking, I knew I was like, okay, this is what I have to do tomorrow. This is what I have to do tomorrow to keep myself whole. So step one, get your ass out of bed. If you find yourself in a place where your peace, where your sanity is being tested, get up, start moving don't stay still do not stop moving the minute you stop moving the, the, the minute you stop you stop the motions of your life the minute you you go off course that's when you get caught that's when all the shit starts falling apart keep moving just keep on going you may cry through it you may whimper through it. you might get you might whine through it. it's gonna be hard just keep moving just don't stop walking just move keep on going Because greater is coming. And I can promise you that greater is coming. Step two, do what you do. If you know playing your instrument makes you happy, if you know singing makes you happy, if you know going on a seven mile walk in Everglades in the hot Florida sun makes you happy, get out there and go do that. Do what you do. Go out there and do what you do. Get out there and move. Get out there and move. Step three, acknowledge what you are feeling, y'all. Acknowledge it. Because I could have just shut down and said, I don't want to think about this no more, you know. But I allowed myself to feel that thing. I allowed myself to grieve the loss of of my friend, you know. I allowed myself to grieve the, grieve the loss of myself, you know. I'm sitting, here having a whole identity crisis. I don't know who I am no more. I'm just, just, just walking through life, just, uh, just uh, confused, y'all. No, what the hell going on? So allow yourself to feel whatever you're feeling. If your sanity is, if your sanity is feeling tested, feel that. Go out there and feel it. Because one thing I know, I learned this lesson in a long, 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 long time. When my grandma died in 2010. That it's either you feel your emotions. No, you it's either you let your, let out your emotions or they're gonna come out when they want to. And for a person that has learned this lesson multiple times, I still can't get it right. But this year I chose to do it differently. I chose to sit down in my car and allowed myself to just to just feel and it's so it's such a crazy thing to think about that because there are some people who cannot feel. There are some people who don't want to feel. And at the same time, there are people out there who feel like they feel too much and would rather not feel. I remember uh, Steve was on the podcast and he said when he got sober, it was so weird for him because... He's never really dealt with any, he never really dealt with his emotions before. Because if he was feeling bad, right, go go grab a drink. Grab a drink and you'll be good. And that just numb the pain. But when you allow, listen, that's the key. When you allow yourself to feel pain, when you willingly go into the lion's den You're going to come out so much stronger. You're going to come out so much stronger. In the moment, you will feel weak and helpless. But the only reason why you're feeling like that is because you've been taught to feel weak and helpless in a situation like that. When you're crying, you shouldn't feel weak and helpless. Crying is just a physical symptom of a spiritual experience. That means something is going on inside of you. Something inside of you was moving, and the only way your body knows how to react to that is just to release a few, a few little water drops from your eyes. It ain't nothing crazy. Get out there and cry. Get out there and feel something, because feeling is the only thing that makes us human. Like empathy, anger, sadness. That's the only thing that makes us human. That's the, that's it. There's no other thing. We have bodies like every other animal in the world. We have uh we ha, we do have a prefrontal cortex. That's a little different though. Um Um I I kinda butchered that one though. I ain't okay. I did butcher that one. But listen, get out there and feel it's because you're a person. When you feel something, just know. Oh shit, that's my meat body. It's you. Get out there and feel something. And lastly, Y'all remember that <laughs> I love saying this. I love saying this. Remember that there are people willing and able to assist you at all times. At all times. The the morning after I woke up in the morning out of my sleep crying. Just crying. I went to my mom and I said, Ma, I just need a hug. And my mom held me for five minutes. I don't know if she was late for work that day, but she just held me. And I just cried in her arms. There are people out there willing and able to assist you. It may be friends. It may be family. It may even be a stranger. But actually, you know what's so crazy about that? I just, I'm so glad I just said that. Because I was at a client's house a few weeks ago. And she was telling me that her husband committed suicide. And she looked at me and she said, well, have you ever experienced something like that? And I said, yeah, I have. And she just started crying in front of me. Random lady, never met her before. I'm sitting in her house trying to fix her TV, and she's sitting here crying. And so you know what I did to her? Nothing. I let her cry. I let her talk to me. I let her vent. I let her just, just trauma dump all over me. Now, I ain't take that trauma home now. I don't remember what the hell she was talking about at all. I don't know what the hell she was talking about. But I know for a fact that when I left her house, that whatever thing was bothering her spirit, whatever was on, was pressing on her heart was released. I know that for a fact that that lady saw me as an outlet, that she can release her pain and I've never met her before. So listen, there is always There is always, I want y'all to repeat this with me. I don't know. Listen, there is always somebody out there that is willing and able to assist you. They may not come when you want them to, but they will be exactly there when you need them. The minute you need somebody there, they will be there. You may call it magic. You may call it a miracle. You might call it an act of God. But anytime you are in need, somebody will be there. That's just how people work. That's just how life works. If you need something, open your mouth. If you need something, let somebody know. If you're hurting, let somebody know. Don't suffer in silence. So number one, get your ass out of bed. Get your ass Get up. Number two, get do what you do. You know what, you know what you need to do. Go do what you do. Get out, get your ass out there and go do it. What's wrong with you? Number three, damn, I forgot the goddamn list. I ain't gonna lie to you. But y'all know what I'm talking about. Listen, this ain't gotta be a long episode. Um, We got other things to discuss in the next coming days. Carnival is Sunday October. Ah, october 10th and i'm gonna go i'm yeah let me not do that carnival is october 10th and i'm gonna i'm gonna be on the road i'm gonna be out there getting lit getting nice and toasty so i love y'all thank y'all for sticking with me the podcast is almost a year old y'all 10 more days this podcast is gonna be a year old we're back in action and ain't shit stopping me no more in jesus name love y'all So, I know it's been a long time, so let me give y'all a little content. We've been going through a lot of stuff in the past, let's say, five years. And I know some of us are pissed off. So, I'm going to everybody the chance to speak about their pissed off acidity, Their pissed, their, 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 irrit, their irritants, their irritations. Whatever you are irrationally mad about, this is your chance to speak about it. So, y'all take it away. That's about it. Let people know where can, they can find you and yeah, anything you're working on right now.
0: Oh yeah, uh, I'm not working on shit yet, but I'm gonna be coming out with some music probably by the end of the year. Okay. Uh, you can find me on all platforms at I can live again. Not no music platform. I'm not producer shit yet, but when I do, it's gonna be I can live again. Uh yeah, just catch me on there. I'm handsome, dark, and black. And tall.
1: And black. Every box is safe. Already, bro. You got two minutes to uh, either rant about something or cuss one person out. Uh,
0: Starting. I I want. I want to rant about about. You know, just the whole driving experience in general. First of all, I want to talk about driving as a privilege. Well, some niggas don't need to be on the road. First of all, why is the speed limit 45? Like, 45 is slow as fuck, bro. And then even then, people going like, 30 miles per hour. I think these niggas would be arrested and then just let us drive. Like, you see how niggas in Germany have the Autobahn? Like, how come we can't have that shit over here? Like, I can drive. I, I, I like to say that I slide safely. Come on now. I mean, I I speed, but I'm aware of my surroundings. And that's why I make it to where I need to go. I feel like I shouldn't be pulled over for doing 95 if the highway is closed or if it's, like, empty. Like, you feel me? Why am I getting pulled over if the highway is empty? Why can't I just go, like, however fast I want to go? What if I got a shit? Huh? What if a nigga got a shit? You want me to shit in my car when I'm, like, 30 minutes away from home? I could be, like, 15 minutes away from home? Like, it really don't make no sense. Bring the Autobahn to America, let us drive how fast we want, and get these fucking slow cars off the road. That's all I got to say.
1: Well, I, I would have said, what if I'm getting, getting, uh, followed? I wouldn't say said- Followed t- by t- police? No, getting followed by, like, a, a murderer. Oh, you said, oh t- I'm, t- I'm t- saying it. And, and
0: then, you know what? They'll pull you over and still give you a ticket. They would have oh, you should have called us. Fuck you. You can't <laughs> help me right now. I'm, I'm running for my life. Yeah, man, fuck the police and fuck everything, fuck the government. Life is a scam. We're supposed to work every day. Oh, that's another thing. How do how, how we get born without asking to be born and then we gotta work every day for the rest of our life? Like, what kind of bullshit is that?
1: that is we unfair. wake
0: up, life is all sweet and shit, we have nap time and shit, play time, and then we grow up and we have responsibilities and bills and shit. Like, I do not sign up for this. Put me back in the womb. I ain't want this. Man, that's bullshit. we are supposed like.
1: to be out here farming and shit, looking for berries and
0: and niggas used to be cotton. Nigga, you could have left us in Africa.
1: We could have been oh, chilling.
0: Man. Chilling, big vibing, big old black country, just big and black. <laughs> man, they was fucked the whole life up. Fuck, fuck yeah. Bill Gates, too.
1: Yeah, honestly. Fuck uh, Jeff Bezos, too. But your two yeah, minutes man. is up. I appreciate I that. appreciate your input. Um, You enjoy the rest yeah. of your day. Whenever you're ready, say your name. Where the people can find you? And go ahead.
3: Oh, my name is Brandy. No Facebook, no IG. <laughs> you can't find me. I'm untraceable. Um, I want to go off about inconsistent men. What I don't like is what men try to get you. They will do everything in their power. I mean, calling you, texting you, want to take you out, want to wine and dine you, want to do all of this. And as soon as they get you, they forget. They stop the calls, texts, everything. Just so inconsistent. So my point of the matter is, if y'all mean don't want to be consistent, don't start that shit up from the beginning. Don't start nothing. will not be nothing. That's how I feel. Take it how you want, but that's just that's just what it is. Y'all gotta either want to be a man, a hundred percent, not show us fifty percent, and then give us the other fifty percent in the end. You need to be a hundred. If you ain't consistent, show me that at the beginning, so I can choose to be with you or not. And that's just it. That's all I have
1: to say. I don't know who. I don't know who you mad at, but fuck him. <laughs> All right, go ahead.
4: Hello, everyone. My name is Michael, or you can call me Samaj, a lot of people do. And um, I recently just moved out here to Miami, and we're. You can follow me on Instagram at allaboutsamaj underscore on Instagram, and the same thing for Twitter as well too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. What's pissing you off?
4: Um, there's a lot of things that piss me off, friend. So the first thing is moving recently down here to Miami. Y'all, traffic is horrible. Absolutely. I cannot stand it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I think the reason that it's so horrible is because everybody down here want to be a speed demon. I, they want to be a fast superior so bad, and it's not gonna work. Like. Okay, boy, you got a whole Honda and you over here trying to be at speed, then it's not going to work. And then, a lot of people don't want to let other people merge over.
1: Like, come on now, like, oh, we're all going to the same place, or rel- relatively to the same place.
3: But, you can go ahead and let me get over. It's not going to be that
4: hard. You're not losing no cool points because you won't let me get over. And, there's some other things about the traffic
3: down here. I don't like that the for every parking down here like what like why
4: do i have to pay to go inside the store for like 15 minutes and then come back out i have to pay for that i don't understand do you have to do you do you you like paying for everything
1: i didn't know y'all i didn't see i don't live in miami so i don't know nothing about that like like when you go into the store you have to pay for parking
4: yeah it's like when you go into target like like if you go to a target that's like a, with a whole bunch of stores around it you have to like pay for parking outside like in the median or if you go inside the garage you got to pay for parking there and then like if you go to like downtown area downtown area you have to pay for everything you have to oh, pay yeah. the walk, you have to pay for
1: especially parking, gotta
4: be- you have to,
1: pay to breathe <laughs> mm-hmm. that i understand so- but I know about that. Um, go to the store, you gotta pay. I ain't know about that part. That's no different. Yeah, it's
4: like just to go inside the on just the park, you have to pay before you go into the store, it's it's a lot. And that's the only thing that's pissed me off about Miami so far. Yeah.
1: The real issue is with Miami, is because Miami is such an old county. Miami was um think Miami is 40 years older than Broward County and Broward County recently just turned 100 years old so wow. I think the, I did, the Miami-Dade them. County is about 150 some years old and their roads haven't been updated since the 80s and we mm-hmm. have so many more people than the 80s now and they just keep creating new roads instead of improving the roads that we do have and it shows because there's, cause there's a
4: is ridiculous <laughs>
1: The potholes is crazy.
4: <laughs> like, every time I go over a pothole, I got to check my tire to make sure it didn't fall
1: off. You got to turn on the music real quick.
4: Let's be riding silence. Just
1: driving solid until you get to your destination. <laughs>
4: Just drive in silence until you get there.
1: First of all, I don't know all the facts about, um, chiropr- What is it called? Chiropractic? Chiropractic.
2: Chiropractics.
1: Chiropractics? I don't know a lot I about it, so. but I know it was discovered by some, some guy and he thought you could align the body, realign the body to heal disabilities. Now, there are some people who say they um, had amazing results with chiropractic. Chiro- what is it? Chiropractors? Chiropract- chiropractic. 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 I'm pretty sure. A lot of people have a lot of success with chiropractic and stuff like that. I know my, my friend said his dad couldn't move his shoulder for a few years and the chiropractor helped him out with that and stuff like that. But honestly, I think chiropractic chiroprac what? Chiropractics? Chiropractic <laughs> yes, is just like yes, 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 aromatherapy. Okay. <laughs> like the lady who's like, Oh yeah, smelling the vanilla extract. Help me help me um cure my cancer. And I was like. Girl, so, no the fuck it didn't. It was that goddamn the, chemotherapy. <laughs> don't play with me, girl. The fuck?
2: The thing that pisses me off about chiropractics is literally like, so it's just basically like stretching, just really freaking intense because they feel like they, when they leave, they feel like loose and stuff. And then the next day they get sore from all the shit that the fucking quote unquote doctor did to them. And then the cycle just starts back over again. They get sore, so they don't do anything. And then they get tight again. And then they go back to the chiropractor, spend more money, and it's just a never-ending
1: cycle. Exactly. And the thing is, when I went to my chiropractor, chiropractor after my um, after my car accident, he was like, oh, your insurance might not take it because um, they don't see chiropractic as a real science. And I was like, well, you study for it and everything. You're a doctor. And he was like, yeah. But now that I'm outside of the shit, I'm really like, "What were you doing, no. sir?"
3: Because no, it would not help me.
1: That shit used to hurt. He used to put me in all these weird positions. Put your leg up here. Oh, turn your Ooh, head. That's cool. Hold your head back. Okay, turn <laughs> turn over. Put your foot up here, and I'm like, "What? What is this?" It, it got to the point it was so bad. I had dreams that like about my chiropractor. Like, no, really? Yes, bro. I did not trust that man at all. And once the money ran out for my insurance claim, from um from my P, personal injury protection, my PIP claim, once okay. that ran out, he never called me again. Wow. This man would call me 9 a.m. on the dot every single day of the week for three weeks, and the day he got the letter that that $10,000 from my PIP claim was up, he never talked to me again. The man came to Best Buy, bought Big a TV. Fuck. He came to Best Buy to oh, buy a wow. TV for me. Asked for a Do discount? I? I said no. And then he paid in cash. He paid in cash. So that means... that's
2: your fucking insurance money, bro.
1: <laughs> you see what I'm saying, right? So this dude, my chiropractor, came to... Be- Ooh, not, not say Best Buy. Came to my job,
3: uh-huh.
1: bought a TV priced at fourteen hundred dollars he brought cash so you knew how much you were going to spend but you still asked for a discount from me so that tells me you're not a real doctor you and you're not a good person and you probably molested me
2: (laughs) he's not a good ass person because he literally probably you probably talked about your job and like where you worked and he like logged that into his memory for whenever he needed that shit so then he was like, oh, well, I know a former patient of mine, quote unquote, um, and then just try to fucking, you know, get a discount from you, which is fake as hell. Exactly.
1: Especially when you
2: didn't even, like, check up or, like, follow up and be like, hey, I know that your insurance claim ran out, but how are you feeling? Here's exactly. some additional stretches to help you out. Like.
1: Nothing. I just got sucks. felt up, put in some weird positions. <laughs> And, and it was on my merry way.
2: And that's all he needed. And he needed that cash. And he went and bought a TV.
1: And that's it. That's all he needed. If he wanted a TV, he could have just said that. He didn't have to touch me like that, you know? <laughs> it was real oh, weird. No. It was really weird for me. And it was just Never, like...
2: The same thing with, like, um physical therapists. Um, when mm-hmm. I fucked up my back, I had to go to a physical therapist. And it was an old white man. And he, he like, had me, like, touch my toes while he was behind me. And I was like, oh, this is wrong. And I was, at the time, under 18, and I was so uncomfortable. Because I was like, this is gross. This man's at least 70, making me touch my toes. And while he's holding his, while he's holding my hips.
1: While he's holding your hips? Yes. He should at least stood to the side of you.
2: Because he's like, your hips could be out of socket. And I'm like, (laughs) wouldn't I not be walking? Like, but if I had a hip out of socket. But, yeah, it was gross. And then and the, what made it worse is they're like, oh, your parents can come into the room. And I was like, yeah, mom, come in. And she was like, no. And stayed in the waiting room.
1: <sighs> we, that's another episode. We're going to talk to your mom.
3: <laughs> <laughs> We're to talk that's to your mom. a rabbit hole. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.